from the combined crew of blindandroidusers.com and accessibleandroid.com, it's time for your favorite Android podcast. Kick back now and enjoy another fine episode from these fanboys and gals as they navigate Android from a blindness perspective. And now, here's your crew. Hello and welcome to episode 156 of the Blind Android Users Podcast. We're recording today on December 2nd, 2023. I am Warren. I'm John Dyer from Virginia. Getting to one from Lebanon. And we have a wonderful young man by the name of Amir joining us today to talk about his Android journey story. Welcome to episode 156. Coming up in this episode, we have an announcement. Then we have our Android Basics segment in which we continue our settings within the One UI. Then that's followed by G-Show, the CSR, something I refer to as a confused screen reader. Karen may chop my head off by saying that, but Karen brings us an interesting uh, look at the image recognition and all of that from the CSR. That would be followed by the tip of the week, a dual tip of the week, wherein Karen and I show you how to manage links in messages, Telegram, or the email. And then we conclude the episode with my favorite segment of the podcast, and that will be the Android Journey Story with our friend Amir. Amir, how are you? Hello, everybody. I'm doing great over here. Wonderful. Uh, where are you joining us today from, Amir, if you don't mind? Yeah, I'm joining you from Tehran, the capital of Iran. Great. Is it hot there now or is it very cold? I know it's winter time, isn't it? Yeah, it is supposed to be cold, but it is unseasonably warm and, of course, polluted. <laughs> yeah, polluted. 16 uh, or 17 degrees Celsius, as we are talking. Okay. Not too bad. Yeah, is it? Yeah, springy actually. Yeah, so maybe like in the sixties, you know, when we convert to Fahrenheit or something. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm a little worried about the upcoming spring and summer. You know, I'm enjoying it, but God knows what might happen in the near future when we reach um, summer or spring. I understand. Karen girl, what's going on in Lebanon? That's the pretty one from Lebanon. Hello, actually, it's going well here. Uh, we are starting to uh, get a cold weather and we had some rain. And uh, yeah, things are going well. John, Virginia land, what's up? I'm doing good. I'm still not feeling great, but hanging in there and it's championship weekend in college football, so I'm excited about that. Which reminds me, Warren, I've never asked you, are you a Cougars fan or are you a Huskies fan or neither? I think that if I say I were a Cougar, uh, probably my late wife would come out of the grave and cut my head off. So <laughs> <laughs> Definitely a Husky. And besides, you know, my daughter as attending the University of Washington. So I better be uh, supportive. So I guess Husky it is. All right, go Huskies. They, yeah. they actually won the 
championship last night, and it's the last Pac-12 championship because the conference is falling apart. So I guess they'll be reigning champs forever. Interesting. I didn't know that. And it's interesting that they actually won a championship. I didn't know there was anything going on. Oh so that gosh. tells you they, how much of a sports fan yeah, I am. They, they're 13-0. They did not lose a game all year. Oh, my gosh. I need to buy those boys and girls some beer or something uh, crazy like that. Well, uh, here in the state of Washington, especially here in central Washington, we had some snow yesterday. We got some school delays, a couple hours here and there and things like that. So uh, it's that time of year again and that white stuff flying. And uh, I love it. Yet the only thing I don't like is trying to clear that driveway. So, But that's what's going on. This is the announcement segment of Blind Android Users Podcast. Stay tuned to hear important information regarding the podcast, surveys, and the latest news. Let's move on now to the announcement segment. And John, do you want to tell us what's coming up in our announcement? We just have one thing that we're excited about, we're pumped about. Yeah, so I haven't been here three years, but... Warren, you have been here three years. So is Austin. I have and been. Our three, our three year anniversary is coming up in a couple of weeks. So, you know, it's one of those episodes where we encourage listeners to join. And, you know, we're just going to hang out, reminisce. You know, we don't have anything specific planned. But, you know, if you're a fan of the show, we encourage you to get in contact with us, you know, either on the email list, Telegram group, Facebook group, wherever. And if you want to join, we'll send you a link so that you can join. Exactly. And I think that what would happen is actually we'll post a link on both our Telegram and email groups so that you guys that want to join us, friends of the BAU, and actually all of you guys are our friends. If you're listening to us, of course, we're friends. So we're looking forward to seeing you so that we'll have that party together. Three years is a long time, and we're looking forward to celebrating that and uh, thanking you guys for making it what it is. And so, please, we encourage you to join us in celebrating this wonderful milestone, a three-year milestone. You're listening to the Blind Android Users Podcast. This is Android Basics, in which we bring you up to date on the things that you should know to use your Android phone. We now move on to our next segment, and this is the Android Basics segment, and we continue, therefore, with the One UI system settings as John looks at the lock screen from within the system settings. John? Hello. Today, we're going to be continuing our way through Samsung's One UI settings. We're mostly going to be covering the lock screen today, but there are a couple of sections that we're just going to glance at before we get to the lock screen. For the sake of completeness, they're mostly visual, but for those of you who do have some vision, or for those of you who are just curious about these settings, I will go over them quickly. Last week, 
we covered battery power saving charging so the next item in the settings is wallpaper and style wallpapers color palette so this is a highly visual setting but we're going to go in here anyway wallpaper and style navigate up button so on this page we have two items across the top on the left we have lock screen and if you double tap on this it'll take you into a place where you can customize the wallpaper of the lock screen as well as other elements of the lock screen which we're actually going to cover later in this demonstration and to the right of that we have home screen which basically just takes you to a screen where you can set your wallpaper which is something we've also already covered previously in the home screen episode of this series and then below these two we have change wallpapers here's a way you can choose a wallpaper and set it as either your lock screen or your desktop or both below that we have color palette choose a palette based on colors from your wallpaper you can go into here if you want and this will customize certain aspects of the operating system like the quick settings panel to match the colors of your wallpaper or you can choose what you want those colors to look like in there below this we have dim wallpaper when dark mode is on on switch and that's exactly what it sounds like it makes your wallpaper darker when you have dark mode enabled so i'm going to back out of here settings wallpaper and style wallpapers color palette below wallpaper and style we have themes themes wallpapers icons so i'm just going to go in here and just glance at it for a minute galaxy themes events button so what this does is it takes you to the galaxy theme store which is a place you can download or purchase themes some are free some are paid and the tabs at the bottom are selected tab themes tab wallpapers tab icons tab aods so we have themes wallpapers icons and aods which is always on displays so if you do have some vision and you want to explore these customizations i encourage you to come in here and look around but we're not going to focus on this today so i'm going to again back out of this settings themes themes wallpapers icons i think it's worth mentioning that in one ui 5 the next setting would have been home screen and where that would have taken me is to the same settings that you can get to from your home screen which we have previously covered in this series but they've removed it in one ui6 probably just because of redundancy like i said you can get to it elsewhere so in one ui6 the next setting is lock screen screen lock type always on display which is going to be our focus today so i'm going in here lock screen navigate up button so first thing we have screen lock type pattern face fingerprints i'm going to open it 
Screen lock type, confirm pattern. Navigate up, button. Of course, you need to put in your pin pattern or password. Screen lock type, navigate up, button. So once you're in here, this is where you can choose your screen lock type. Pin, medium high security. You have pin. Password, high security. Password. Pattern, medium security, current lock type. Pattern. Swipe, no security. Swipe. None. And none. So the difference between swipe and none is that with swipe, you'll still be shown the lock screen. When you turn your phone's screen on, although you'll have to swipe up to get into your phone. If you have it set to none, it'll just take you directly back into whatever you were doing. So um, I don't really encourage you to use e either of these, although I do on my son's tablet, I just have it set to none because there's nothing important on there. And I just want him to be able to turn it on and start doing whatever he's doing or wants to do. Below that we have biometrics heading biometrics and we have two toggle switches face registered on switch fingerprints registered on switch and these are just toggles to disable or enable fingerprints and face unlock so for example if you wanted to temporarily disable these you could come in here turn these switches off and you wouldn't lose your fingerprint or face data, you wouldn't have to re-register anything. You could just turn the Mac on when you wanted to use them again. To actually add fingerprints and face data and all that is actually found in a different section of the settings, biometrics, which we'll cover in a later episode. So I'm going to back out of this screen. Lock screen. Screen lock type. Pattern. Face. Fingerprints. Next we have... Extend unlock. Extend unlock. I think this is basically smart lock. I don't know if it's still called smart lock on pixels, but let's go in here. Extend unlock, confirm pattern, navigate up, button. Again, I need to put my pattern in. Extend unlock, navigate up, button. And we have on body detection, off tap to turn on. On body detection. So if, if it detects your phone is in your pocket and you want it to stay unlocked because it's still on you, you can enable this. Trusted places. Zero places added. Trusted places, for example, if when you're at home, you want your phone to stay unlocked, you can add that as a location. Trusted devices. Zero devices added. And trusted devices. So, for example, if you have a, a watch and you want it to just stay unlocked anytime it's within Bluetooth range of your watch, you can do that. Back out of here. Lock screen. Extend unlock. And below this we have. Secure lock settings. Go in here. Screen lock type. Confirm pattern. Secure lock settings. Navigate up. Button. And now from the secure lock settings page we have. Make pattern visible. On. Switch. Whether or not you want your pattern to be shown as you're drawing it. Auto lock when screen turns off. After five seconds, except when kept unlocked by extend unlock. So this basically is how fast you want your phone to lock when the screen times out. So if you've left it somewhere and the screen turns off, how long do you want it to let you get back into it without having to put in a pattern, pen, fingerprint, so on? 
Below that we have Lock instantly with side key. If extend unlock is in effect, the phone will stay unlocked. On. Switch. Obviously this is the default behavior when you turn off your screen using the side key, it locks it. If you don't want that to be the behavior, you can change that. Auto factory reset. After 20 incorrect attempts to unlock your phone, it will be reset to factory default settings, and all data will be erased, including files and downloaded apps. Off. Switch. That's exactly what it sounds like. You can have your phone be erased if somebody tries too many times to get into it. Lock network and security. Prevent Wi-Fi and mobile data from being turned off when your phone is locked. Find My Mobile uses these connections to locate and control your phone when it's lost. On. Switch. That's pretty self-explanatory. Show lockdown option. Display a power button option that turns off extend unlock, biometrics unlock, and notifications on the lock screen. Off. Switch. This will add a lockdown option to your lock screen. I guess this is similar to what Pixels offer in their power menu, although I've never used either. All right, that's the last setting on this page. I'm going to back out. Lock screen, secure lock settings. And below this, we have two items. On the left, we have edit lock screen. And I'm gonna go in here and show you how to edit your lock screen. Editor, lock screen, image. And there are different aspects of your lock screen which you can enable. I'll just swipe through. Lock screen, 9.39 a.m. So here we have the clock. Hello, 9.39 a.m. And if you are to double tap on the clock, it brings up the settings for the clock. And some of the options we have are font one fonts. So you could change. Font two. I guess you have font about three. eight of fonts. Font four. Let's see. Font 5, Font 6, Font 7, Font 8, Handle. Yep, you have eight different fonts to choose from. And then below that, you have the clock style. And this is important because it lets you change the size of the clock. Not checked. No clock. And as you can see, it even lets you get rid of the clock if you want to. Checked. Small digital clock and date in top left corner. This is the clock I have enabled because it's small and it keeps the clock and date in one line across the top of the screen, which allows for more real estate for notifications. So that's why I have this enabled. Also, if you wanted to just get rid of the clock altogether, you could. And TalkBack would still read the time when you turn your screen on, but you would have even more room for notifications. So I'm going to show you some of the other options. Not checked. Standard digital clock with date in small text below. Not checked. Standard digital clock with date below. Not checked. Large digital clock in square formation with hour on top and minutes below. Not checked. Analog clock with hours shown as numbers. Not checked. Analog clock with dots for hours. And then we have the color of the clock. Not checked. Adaptive color checked white i have mine set to white and there are a bunch of different colors you can choose from and even gradients you can choose from so i'm just going to do the back gesture to close out these clock settings lock screen image and let's see what else we can 
adjust on the screen. Notifications. Now, if you find notifications and double tap on that. 100% slider. It gives you a slider, which I can only assume. 33%, 0%. Is transparency. So I'm just, I was adjusting it earlier. I'll put it back to zero because I think that's how I had it. It's not labeled, so I'm assuming it's transparency. And then below that, we have three choices of notification style. Not selected. Notifications off. Radio button. Not selected. Icon only. Radio button. Selected. Details. Radio button. And I have details selected because I like to see what's in my notifications without unlocking my phone. You do the back gesture. Lock screen. Image. We're also able to customize. Right shortcut. Right shortcut. The right and left shortcuts. I'll go into one of them to show you some of the options. No app. You can have it do nothing. Camera. Open the camera. Do not disturb. Disabled. Do not disturb. This is disabled because I currently have the opposite shortcut set to do this. And of course, you don't need two shortcuts doing the same thing. Flashlight. Flashlight voice and recorder. voice recorder, which is what I, it doesn't say it's selected, but that's what I currently have it set to. And then that's all the actions you can have it do while the phone is locked. And then next unlock required is a section called unlock required. And below this is a list of all your apps. So you can basically, if you want to open a specific app from the lock screen, you can assign it to a shortcut. It will just ask you to unlock your phone after you tap that shortcut. And then it will take you into that app. So I'm going to back out of this. Lock screen. Image. So that was the right shortcut. And also... Left shortcut, left shortcut. There's a left shortcut. I won't open it. It's the same... As the right shortcut, you can just set it to whatever you want. And then the last thing you can customize on the lock screen is... Contact information. And what this will let you do is put your name, phone number, email address, any information you want to put on your lock screen, just in case you lose your phone and a good Samaritan happens to find it and wants to contact you to let you know they have it. So before I leave this page, I'm just going to show you what's across the top. There's two buttons. Wallpapers. Button. That's how you're going to set your wallpaper specific to the lock screen. And then to the right. Done. Button. A very important button because if you just back out of here after changing this setting, nothing will be saved. So you're going to want to hit done when you're done. And I'm not going to do that because I don't, I haven't changed anything. So I'm going to just back out. Lock screen. Edit. Lock screen. So the right of lock screen is edit widgets widgets let's go in here widgets navigate up button choose useful info to show when you tap the clock on the lock screen so as you heard when you tap or in our case double tap the clock on the lock screen it will bring up whatever widgets you have enabled and here are your options on switch music off switch weather off switch today's schedule off switch next alarm on switch routines 
On, switch, voice recorder. Off, switch, smart things. Off, switch, Galaxy Buds Live Manager. Off, switch, digital well-being. And those are all of your options. So you can enable or disable them as you choose. I currently just use it for the music player widget and routines because I have a manual routine for connecting my AirPods, which I sometimes want to do without having to unlock my phone. And then back at the top of the screen near the right. Reorder button. There's an option to reorder these widgets if you don't like them in their default order. I'm going to back out of here. Lock screen. Edit. Widgets. Below these lock screen and widget settings, tiles, we have... Touch and hold to edit. On. Switch. I don't know that this applies to us, but it's basically if you touch and hold your lock screen, it'll take you straight into the lock screen settings, customization settings, which I just covered. And of course, you can't really press and hold on a blank spot with TalkBack unless you use a TalkBack pass-through gesture. So this really doesn't affect us, this setting at all. Always on display. And then we have always on display. I'll go in here, even though I know most of us won't be using this. Always on display. Navigate up. Button. I'll turn it on. Always on display. Off. Switch. Just to go through the settings. And the reason I have it off, and most of us probably have it off, is because TalkBack does not work with the always on display. So anything that it's showing, you're going to have to be able to see. But I'll go through these settings really quick. Show a clock and notifications when your phone isn't in use. That's just the description of always on display. Not selected. Radio button. Tap to show. This is when you want it to show, so by tapping it. Selected. Radio button. Show always. Always. Not selected. Radio button. Show is scheduled. On a schedule. Not selected. Radio button. Show for new notifications. Or just have it light up when you get new notifications. Clock style. You can go in here to choose your clock style. Show music information. On. Switch. You can choose whether or not to show what's playing. Screen orientation. Portrait. Choose the screen orientation. Auto brightness. When auto brightness is off, you can adjust the brightness manually by double tapping the clock on the always on display. Off. Switch. Whether or not you want the brightness of the always on display to depend on your surroundings. 100%. Slider. This slider will only be shown if you have auto brightness turned off. And I have mine set to 100%. About always on display. And here's where you can find what version of it you're running. So that's all the settings for here. I'm going to back out. Lock screen. On. Always on display. Show always. And next we have... Roaming clock. What this will do is show you a second clock when you're traveling outside your time zone. So it'll show you the time where you currently are and it'll show you the time back home below that. About lock screen. 
is where you could find what version of lock screen you're running. And that's all of the lock screen settings. So I hope this has been helpful. I will now send it back to the podcast crew. Thank you, John, for that. And I hope you guys will go in there and experiment with some of these things and see which ones you prefer and manage things as you would like them to be. No problem. I actually enjoy going through these Samsung settings just to remind people how much more you can do with a Samsung phone that you can't do with a Pixel. (laughs) Oh, gosh. We have to rub it in there, but that's okay. I forgive you. Uh, (laughs) You guys always want to come down hard on my Pixel. Now, Pixel is the king on the hill. Uh, Right, guys? Uh, I believe it is. Yet, in the same breath, I love the Samsung devices. I guess I'm a secret admirer. And now the G Show, or what Austin refers to as the Joshua Screen Reader, aka Commentary Screen Reader CSR. This is where some feature of this screen reader is demonstrated. Up next, we move on to our next segment and carry in will be giving us a treat as she uses image recognition from CSR, G-Show, or as Austin would like to call it, Joshua Screen Reader. Hi. When you are a blind person, you know very well how important it is to be able to know the details of the images that you need to deal with, especially when you are not having any sighted assistance. And um, as the technology is advancing and as AI is starting to show its powers, image recognition is becoming better and more accurate and uh, services are starting to emerge that help blind people to know the uh, content of images. And uh, Jishua Screen Reader, which had an image recognizer uh, since um, a long time, ago, is now adding a more detailed image recognition feature, which is based on an AI service. It is online, and um, I think it is the Tencent AI or something like that. I'm not sure about the service. However, what I'm sure about is is that uh, it is a Chinese service. Um, in fact, before starting the demonstration, I have to say that it is less accurate than the GPT-4. And you, you need to know that sometimes recognition will take time. It depends. Sometimes it will take take just less than one minute. Sometimes it will take two minutes. Sometimes you just need to do the process again. Uh, the feature is for paid users. You have a 100 um, recognition per day. I think the limit is acceptable knowing that those services are still expensive. You can't share images to the app right now. You have to focus the image and do the uh, recognition. Um, It's better to open the image so it is in view and to uh, do the recognition. It depends. Some apps uh, will just have a proper label uh, where the image is. Uh, like in photos, like in the Samsung gallery. Uh, in WhatsApp, it is recommended that you just open the image and don't try to focus any other thing, just uh, do the recognition. 
let's try um, to see how it works. And uh, all of the photos that I'm going to try here are taken by sighted people. And I know the main, main details of the photos from sighted people. Uh, I'm not trying to focus on the colors thing and uh, the like how much it is accurate i want only to or i want only to show the uh, details and the amount of details it's able to show this is an image of kids those kids were in a school trip um message text box view photo button here is the view photo i'll double tap whatsapp and I'll just open the recognition menu because the new feature is um, accessed through, through the recognition menu. Swiping up and right to open the functions menu. Functions menu. Then recognition menu. Recognition menu, but recognition menu. Then the Chinese option. It is the only Chinese. Uh, my TTS engine is able to read it if you are using a TTS engine that can't deal with Chinese text, you will just um, have it not read. Um, I'll try to translate it. Image understanding. Image understanding. I'll double tap. Recognition in progress. And wait. This image shows a group of children posing for a photo. They are wearing blue shirts and standing together. The children were in various interesting poses, some with their hands folded in front of their chests and some with their arms extended. The whole scene is full of energy and joy. Okay, it, it needs to, to have this um, at the end uh, about like this judgmental thing. Like, okay, this is energetic. This is positive. This is whatever. So anyway... I think it's a good detailed description. I'm not sure about the pauses. I didn't ask about uh, what the children were doing. Uh, let's see with another photo. Now I will open a photo with Google Photos. I'll go to my file manager and open a picture with Google Photos. Homes. CX File Explorer. CX File Explorer. 2023112914. Toggle select. 202 photos this is um a photo that was taken using my phone of our living room of course it was taken by a sighted person uh, there are some details like a tv uh the sofas and the laptop and there was a phone also, I think the door of the balcony was present. So let's see what it will be able to get. Photo taken on November 29th, 2023, so here, 1431 and 21 seconds. I just focused this uh, part, just swiped to, to reach it. And I'm going to use the same method. Functions menu, recognition menu, but recognition menu. Recognition in progress.
This picture is of a black living room, where you can see a black rug and a blue sofa. There is a man sitting on the sofa. He is wearing a blue shirt and holding a cup of coffee. A panoramic view of the room can be seen from the phone screen, with some furniture and decorations visible. The whole scene gives people a warm and comfortable feeling. Oh, 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 that was very bad one, because there is no man sitting on the sofa, and it, it, it actually made the man, like, um, holding a cup of coffee as well, so it just faked a man and a cup of coffee. However, I tried this several times before this photo, and I'm sure that it wasn't talking about a man at all during the first uh, at times. Sometimes it was just giving um, less amount of details. However, this faking of a man is happening for the first time. So I'll try again. Function. Recognition menu. Recognition in progress. This image was taken from a mobile phone screen. We can see a black carpet and a white sofa, as well as a green curtain. There is a TV next to the sofa, with a picture displayed in a black square box. The whole scene presents a spacious and bright living room environment. Well, also, it's no better. It's not talking about the man. The man is absent. However, let's... Uh, if I try to show this image, um, this, to describe this image using the old image recognition, which is still there, and you can either open um, or assign a gesture to it or use, uh, use it from the main menu or also from the recognition menu, which is what I'm going to do. Function. Recognition menu. Recognize scenery. Recognize then translates the... Okay. Recognize scenery. Recognize scenery will just try to show to tell you about the elements that are in the pay in the in the image, and usually I don't think that it 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 is really it's useful. Recog face recognition, capture view recognition, image recognition, recognition in progress. Living room photos taken with mobile phone. E you can notice easily that um, it is less detailed. Um, going photos to another photo. Want more? Share. Add to homes. Compress. Open with. Open with. This time I want to open it with the gallery. Open photos. Choice in image viewer. Choice in in streeter. Choice envision a choice gallery. Film strip one of one. I'm using a Samsung device. Uh, November 29th, 2023, 1914. Image slash JPEG button. Here, I will use the... Functions. Recognition. Recognition in progress. And see. This image shows a white table with two plates filled with food. There was a variety of food on the plate, including a salad, a pancake and some vegetables. There is also a knife and a fork on the table, as well as some cutlery. The whole scene looks delicious and mouth-watering. I don't know what's the problem right now. It is just, like, 
I don't think that there's a pancake in this photo at all. It has a chicken. So I don't know what's the problem. Um, anyway. Um, Gallery. Let's try with uh, another one. Customize the albums tabs. See cake.jpg700 toggle selection. Rock.jpg233 kilobytes. Okay, so this is a photo of a kid um, on a rock. And let's see what will be the result. Application. Photo taken on. Function. Recognition. Recognition in progress. The picture shows a boy sitting on a rock with his feet together. Okay, interesting that um, sometimes it just uh, gives less details. Sometimes it gives more details about the same image. Um, before, it showed me more details. And uh, once it just uh, told me about a man instead of a boy. And the man was holding a mobile phone and playing with it, which was, of course, not the case. Um, let's see with the last image that I want to show you, which is, um, a view of the street, our street. This photo was taken when there was some snow and there are cars passing by and a bus. And of course, the nearby buildings were shown. So let's see what will photo taken on May 20. Be the description. Toggle IMG 20. Photo take. Function. Recognition. Recognition in progress. This image shows a city street scene. In the picture, we can see a gray road with some buildings on both sides of the road. There are some clouds in the sky and a tall building in the distance. Additionally, we can see a truck driving down the road. The whole scene presents a peaceful yet busy urban atmosphere. Okay, so it um, omitted the snow completely. However, before when I tried it was able to talk about the snow. <laughs> I try again. Functions menu. Recognition try menu. To be fair. Recognition in progress. This image shows a city street scene with several cars parked on the street, one of which is white. On both sides of the street, you can see some buildings and trees. There are some clouds in the sky and the ground is covered with a layer of snow. The whole picture presents a cold and quiet city street scene. This is the new image recognition, uh, or the new detailed image recognition feature. Again, you can still use the old one. Um, if you want to see the results, 
You can go to the recognition menu first. Let me Fun. try to recognition menu. Cancel. Recognize scenery. Recognize then face rec. Cap view recognition. Image recognition. Recognition in progress. With the old one. Cars driving along the street next to high-rise buildings. Okay, it is still also useful somehow. Regarding texts, uh, before I, I show you how to, to see the recognition results, the past recognition results, um, you can't rely on this service for text recognition um, because it may not tell you that there is a text. And if it does, it will tell you um, like very few um, characters of the text. So it's better in this case to deal with the image using um, one of the... G. Direct click. Recognize text of the current focused element. This one, for example. Recognize text on the current screen. Or this one. Um, okay, let's go back to see the past results. Funks. Recognition menu button. Recognition menu. Recognition menu. And Recognize then. Face recognition. Cap. View recognition results. View recognition results. Here I can see the past text recognitions when I'm uh, um, uh, doing an OCR on a focused element as well as the translation um, results and the image recognition. Recognition. Results. Recognition. Cars driving along the street next to high rise. This image shows a city street scene with several cars. This image shows with very. This image shows a boy climbing on a rock. He was wearing blue shorts and a helmet and was climbing a large rock. His hands and feet were clinging tightly to the rock, as if he was trying to climb up. The whole scene feels brave and adventurous. You see, this is the same picture regarding the kid on the rock. And let's see also the one related to the um, living room. Living room photos taken with mobile phone. This image shows a living room with a sofa and a TV. There is a black TV set in the center of the living room. The floor of the entire room is covered with a black carpet, and a painting hangs on the wall. This image was taken from the interior of the room, where a black rug and a blue sofa can be seen. There is a window in the room with a view outside. The whole scene presents a warm and comfortable feeling. So, as you can notice, uh, the service is not bad. Um, sometimes it, it it does the job right, sometimes not. Currently, there is no offline recognition. Uh, you need an internet connection to be able to do the recognition. I prefer that more information is added regarding the model used uh, and the service and um, like how the photos are stored and um, those things. And, um, you know, it's better for privacy um, reasons. But um, as, as well as um, the number of the recognitions that you did, like because you have only 100 image per day or 100 recognition per day. So it's better to know uh, the number of uh, the recognitions that you have done during um, the day. So you know how much is left for you. However, uh, the addition of the service itself is good. 
Uh, I hope that more improvements to the service will be added. And thank you for listening. Thank you so much, Karen. That's wonderful. And, um, you know, all this recognition stuff is a good thing. I know, Amir, you like all that recognition. You've been talking about it a lot on our Telegram group, haven't you? Yeah, I've been making a lot of noise over there, I admit. <laughs> it's a good noise, though. Um, I know some people like the uh, image recognition now. Uh, you know what? I used to be one that doesn't necessarily care about it, but then I kind of think I like it because it reminds me of watching a movie with audio description uh, because I always say there was a time I used to watch a lot of Winnie the Pooh with my kids. And when I listened to one of it with the uh, audio description, there was so much that I didn't know what's going on. So I appreciate stuff like this. It's beautiful. There is um, still like a lot of things to be done and a lot of time. I think maybe things are moving fast. However, image recognition is still not that re reliable. I'm not talking only about uh, Jishu's um, thing because Jishu is using a Chinese model. And I assume that already those Chinese models are um, less advanced and less capable. However, all of the image recognition thing, uh, it is really impressing us and it's really giving us like a glimpse of the the future how 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 things will be however i i i can say that until now we can't rely on those descriptions until the issues with the ai things are um fixed like the hallucinations so the the ai hallucination is terrible it is like sometimes creating stuff from from nothing you know and for, for a person who's blind, that that will be a problem, yeah. you know? It is terrible. Brain, yeah. I hope you got rid of that ghost that was sitting on your couch drinking coffee. That was kind of creepy. The, the only thing that he was able to do is to change the color of the sofa. Other than that, he didn't do anything. <laughs> That's Just good. imagine someone reaffirming. Imagine that someone is reaffirming that there's such a thing as a ghost. So I'm a non-believer in a ghost, and now AI is telling me there's a ghost. Ah, oh, come on! Just wanted him to be a man drinking coffee, not only a man. I'm, 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 I'm like, I, I, I like that he didn't go further and said, uh, and he was wearing a blue shirt and a hat and something. So yeah, so all of a sudden, some man is in your house carrying. <laughs> you know, very interesting <laughs> oh my gosh i love it it's beautiful and folks uh you know google thinks or i say talkback thinks that i'm married because uh, i'm described with someone called my spouse somewhere it may be an actress <laughs> it may be my god uh, my guide uh, over the mountains and i always get you know, something like uh, the spouse helping somebody. And I don't know why that person is called my spouse. So go figure. Yeah, the talkback has a weird way of wording things, I've noticed. Like they, <laughs> to start off, the image descriptions are not great. But then they say weird things like uh, a screenshot of the screenshot or uh, the cover of a book or something. <laughs> something like that it's like that's not descriptive that's not descriptive that's not 
I just hope it gets better in the next um, version. You know, it is good for the first version. And to give credit where credit is due, the text recognition is great. You know, I get awesome results. I can even just uh, solve captures, some captures with it. But when it comes to image descriptions, yeah, there needs to be more done, actually, a lot more. Amir, the uh, one talking about you with your spouse, uh, basically trying to preempt the other uh, babies yeah. out there, um, trying to yeah. glom on onto you. So, but yet that you know kind of uh, affects you adversely because then the girls are going to be thinking Amir is taken. Yeah. He's not taken, guys. So don't let that thing fool yeah. you. Yeah, or maybe Google is futuristic, and maybe you know it is predicting uh, what might happen in the near or not so near future. Who knows? Well, maybe they're sending you a male bride. <laughs> By the way, I love male brides. Uh, don't yeah. get me wrong. <laughs> I, hope, I, hope, I hope by male you mean M-A-I-L. <laughs> Hopefully so. <laughs> oh, boy. I love it. Coming up next is the tip of the week. Stay tuned for tips, tricks and more about Android. Up next is the tip of the week. And this week is a dual tip of the week as Karen and I show you how to navigate or manage links within SMS, Telegram and email using CSR or TalkBack. And we show you where some of the weaknesses are and all of that. And so now... Here is that dual tip of the week. For episode 156 tip of the week, we're doing something about how to bring up the links in an SMS message, a Telegram message, or in your email message. Karen and I are both doing this. I will be showing how it works on Talkback. And Karen will be using the CSR or Joshua Jishu screen reader. And if you're me, it's the confused screen reader. Sorry, Karen. But uh, we thought that we'll do this dual tip of the week because we've had a little bit of a chatter on our email list and we thought this would be a great thing to do. So, Karen, welcome to the dual tip of the week. We haven't done this before, have we? No, and this is interesting. Um, maybe we should do it more to show people how much TalkBack is weak in doing things. <laughs> I was being nice to you, and then you took a jab at me. <laughs> but yeah, you seriously. called it. You called it the, the confused screen reader. So I should return it back. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, I see that. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> But seriously, I think this is a good idea because then people will know which of the screen reader is best for them or have both of them if you want both worlds. So it's a very good idea. And so from time to time, we'll do this dual tip of the week so that you could see how each of the different screen reader performs. In all seriousness, just to say one thing, actually, uh, the, 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 uh, the goal of this is just to let people know the different methods of using the features, not really a challenge. And uh, so let's see. Exactly. So here we are, though. So our friend John had sent us an email or a message on both the SMS, email, and Telegram 
uh, messaging apps. So we both have navigated to the email message, right, Karen? So I am going to unlock my phone and you are also going to unlock your phone and then we'll see what that email says and if there are any links and how we go about bringing those links up. That's the crux of the matter here. Device locked, unlocked, device unlocked. John Dyer, yesterday. So both Karen and I have gotten that email message um, from John, and we both have it opened. I will put my finger down so that you hear the email, and then we'll show you how to activate or bring up the links. So I would like you guys to demonstrate it as the tip of the week. If I move back up a little bit. There has been a little chatter on our email list about activating links or URLs in an SMS message using the Google Messages. So I'm just going to triple tap with two fingers to let it read through. So I would like you guys to demonstrate it as the tip of the week. If you are up to it, then call me at plus one three zero seven two zero two nine seven nine seven. Should you prefer to email, then send a response to contact us at blindandroidusers.com link to look up the website. You may go to https two slash blindandroidusers.com link. In other words, www.blindandroidusers.com. Link. Okay, so that's the email message. And it's the same message we got on both our SMS and Telegram messaging apps. Now, one could read line by line if you're a TalkBack user and find those links and tap to activate them. But we want to show you how you could bring up all the links and just tap on the one that you want. So now using TalkBack, I could just simply tap with three fingers and then tap on links. Or if I have, for example, assigned like an action gesture to it, I could do that and bring those up too. But I will just simply tap now with three fingers and see if it brings up the links. So I'll tap. TalkBack menu. Links in list showing items one to 12 of 12. I tapped with three fingers, and the first thing we heard from within the talkback menu is links. So if I tap here, I should be able to see all the links that were in this message. I'll tap links. Contact us at blindandroidusers.com in list. Hi, huh, that's all I have. I'm not seeing the other links for some reason. Um, because it's not one focus. It doesn't work here, uh, Warren. Uh, <laughs> links just work when you are focusing or the links that are in the focused uh, view. You know what I mean? Because you can swipe between the items. So it's not one focus. Yeah, that, that is odd. Let me try again. No, that's, that's, that's normal. Navigation, enlist, <laughs> read from okay, item. that's normal. Oh, I've never yeah. seen it like that. There has been a little chatter okay. on our... so, No, you are confusing things with messages. Tip of the week. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, so in email, I have to move to the link. If you are up to it, then call me at plus one three zero seven two zero two nine seven nine seven. So I could tap there okay, to activate try, try, try it. Try tapping this. I wanna I wanna see if this will work. Try try double tapping the the uh the okay that number. phone number. Yeah. No, it, it does Okay, now bring links. Now bring links. 
Now I'll bring up the links. Talkback menu, navigation, in list. Read from next item. No, copy it, last it spoken didn't. phrase. That is odd. Oh, so let, let me see. Yeshua will win here. Let me let me show you something here. <laughs> okay. No, seriously, let me let me show you something here. Okay. Can you hear my screen reader? Yeah. Okay. So, of course, I can use the links, which is the granularity of links, but this is not what I'm going to do. What I'm going to do is to swipe to reach the phone number. Yeah. This. If I try to double tap, nothing. However, if I use the open an URL, which is the thing that I'm going to talk about later, which is equivalent to links in TalkBack, Let's see. Open a URL. Open a one three zero seven two zero two. Can you hear this? Double tab. Yeah. Complete yeah. action. Complete action. Action and information button. ACR phone. There you go. I'm sorry, my my okay. my dear Warren. <laughs> it worked only with the email. If you focus focus the contact us um link, and it will work. Contact us at blindandroidusers.com link. If I bring up the talkback menu, uh, it shows the links. Links. Contact us at blindandroidusers.com in list. Yeah, okay. Cancel. I went back and so, but Web view. the only one that didn't show up was the phone number. HTTPS. blindandroidusers.com. So if, if I tap on that, Chrome. that opens up, error. you know, uh, Chrome. Let's go to the other one. Which will be the uh in other words um, www.blindandroidusers.com. Let's Link. try this one. It, it opens up web view. Yeah, that, that opens up when I double tap Name. on that www. one. So the one that okay. will you try with granularities? Like uh choose links as the reading control and see if uh, the links will appear. Okay, let's see. Talkback menu. Links. In list. There's links. Links. www.blindandroidusers.com. In list. Yeah. Cancel. So, yeah, that, that worked. But, um, so, in other words, link in pager. it depends on the app in question. So, for example, with the Gmail app, just um, bringing up the talkback menu is not going to show you the links unless you moved to the link in question and then you could activate the talkback menu and find the link or you could just simply double tap on that to activate it you didn't try what what i asked you to try i asked you to try uh, the the granularity the 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 links reading control oh okay let's let's try that and and see what happens links there's links so i'm going to swipe up HTTPS two slash blindandroidusers.com. Yeah, and let's link. swipe up. Contact us at blindandroidusers.com. And let's swipe up. Link. No previous link. Uh, so the phone number didn't show up as a link. And I'm wondering, though, maybe it could be that I'm using the wrong. So I you know, would like you let guys, me, let me hear the it, phone number. No, that's the correct phone number, but it's not. Contact us at blindandroidusers. HTTPS. So the takeaway here is that it depends on 
the app in question if it were Gmail, and you could just switch to that granularity and move link by link, um, you know, swipe up or down to move through the links that are embedded in the email. Or if you move to a link, you could just uh, bring up the menu and tap on links, which is a longer route of uh, of getting to it. So it depends on what you want to do. So Karen, do you want to show something else? But I mean, you've shown, uh, could you show us how you could also activate the links um, so you could move link by link within the message using CSR? Yeah, it's the same way, actually. You use the okay. links with the control. Uh, so, um, John Dye 010, there has been a little chatter okay. on headings, links. Links. I swipe down. This is the email. HTTPS colon slash slash com link. Website. com link. Yeah, so it seems like both of them skipped over the phone number. No, but when, I was able to activate the phone number using yes. the links with which what which you weren't able to to find. So this is the only difference here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but when yeah. you when you when you switch to a navigation by links, it skipped that over the phone number. Yeah, exactly. or you can try it again, exactly. see what happens. No, it, it it will switch. It will skip it. Exactly. Of course. See. HTTPS contact us at nothing. Okay, so you beat me in, on this one, girl. Let's move on to the next uh, <laughs> app. And this time, which one should we move to? Messages. Messages. So I'm gonna go to my recent Contact. apps here, and and then one my recent apps email Gmail. Four of four. Google, three of four. Telegram, two of messages, one of four. There we go. Text message, messages, text message, edit box, out of list. Okay. Texting with John. There we go. So here I am texting with John. And let's see if I find. John Dyer said, hello, guys. There has been a little chatter on our email list about activating links or URLs in an SMS message using. So now I'm just going to bring up the talkback menu by just tapping with three fingers. Talkback menu, links in list. And we heard links. So I'm going to tap. Links, plus one, three, oh, seven, two, oh, two, nine, seven, nine, seven in list. So that's the first link we heard, which is the phone number. I swipe right. Contact us at blindandroidusers.com. That's the email address. I swipe again. HTTPS. Two slash blindandroidusers.com. And I'll swipe again. www.blindandroidusers.com. So as I indicated, it seems it depends on the app in question. As you can see with messages, all four of those things show up here. When I simply tap with three fingers once the message is focused, and then in the talkback menu, there's a links. Tapping on that shows all four of those. Uh, Karen, you want to show us with uh, CSR? Text message. Okay. So, uh, with visual, uh, actually, it's the same thing. However, um, I want to show you something. Explore energy button. Ask, attach from club, add, suggested, hello, John said, hello, guys. So, in Google Messages, for an unknown reason, you will see the message twice. So, it will say, like, John says, and you will read the message, then if you swipe 
right, you will also hear the message again. So do you have this problem with TalkBack? Uh, no, we don't. So I, I'll show you. Are for you example. sure? Try to swipe. Try to swipe. Yeah. Hello. Okay. So, there has here, been a little chatter on it. Suggest John Dyer said hello, guys. There has been a little chatter so if on it. So I swipe again. Okay. Suggested reply. Then slightly smiling face there's button. Suggested replies for that message. Okay. Okay. So yeah. I don't know. Actually, Google Messages and Dishu are not that friendly. Um, anyway. Okay. Hello, guys. So. John said, hello, guys. John said, okay, first of all, let me tell you uh, the ways that you can use the open URL, which is the equivalent of links. So you have several ways instead of the only one way that Warren showed you. For TalkBack, if you have a link, uh, either you have to bring up those menu or TalkBack menu to find that, or... Um, I don't know if line by line would even do anything. Let me try that, Karen. Controls, headings, paragraph, words, characters. Oh, there's, there's no line. I, I, I skipped that. Characters. No, there's no line in volume. there. So, yeah. So, frankly, uh, I think you have to. Controls. Yeah, see, there was links, links but it, it doesn't, it doesn't work. John Dyer said, hello, guys. No next link. No previous link. Yeah, that, that's a shame. Okay, Karen, you take over. We have we have the same the same issue, which is you can't use this link. However, you can use, as I said, the open URL. But the the way or the method that you can use to reach this is, or you have several methods to reach it. First of all, you can just use a gesture, like assign a gesture to the open URL. The other way is to open the main menu and to use it from there. The uh, open a URL function. The third method is just to open the main menu and then you have something called actions. Uh, I, I talked about this um, maybe um, in the re most recent G-Show demo, I think, which is the actions. Here, when you tap on actions, you will see a list of the links. Another way, the fourth one, it is by uh, changing something in the settings in the menu customization settings, uh, which is to let the links appear in the uh, functions menu. I will use one of those methods because, um, okay, I will try two of them. First of all, I will use the gesture that I have assigned to the open an URL, uh, which is the pressing of volume up and volume down keys. However, when you do the simultaneous press in Jishuo, you just press the first one, and then you press the second one immediately after it, and then you uh, leave them together or you release them together, okay? So... Recent button. Suggest, suggest, suggest. Hello, guys. There. John said, hello, guys. There. Open a URL. Okay. Here things start to become slightly confusing. Are you still able to hear me? Because it's a confused screen reader, Karen. Okay, so let's see. Here I will have open a URL blindandroidusers.com. Blindandroidusers.com. It was the first one. I don't know why. Then https colon slash slash blindandroidusers.com. The website www.blindandroidusers.com. The website again. 
the phone number. Click plus one three zero seven two zero two nine seven nine seven. Click contact us at lindandroidersus.com. Click HTTPS colon slash slash Linda. Click www. Cancel button. So, in fact, what happened is that it showed me the links more than one time. So once only the link, the other time was with the word click. So I don't know why. That this is, is the case, absolutely confused but... uh, because uh, because for example, the uh, phone number is supposed to be the first one in the list. But as you can see, it started with the contact us and then it went down and brought the uh, phone number uh, there before the um, other ones again. So it's a little bit confused. So I can see why this is probably a little bit confused, but the whole idea here is that it shows you what you're after, right? Exactly, but you should see which one will work because sometimes if you just tap the link, it will not work. Or and if you tap the click, the, the word that is before it before it click, it will work. So it's just a hit or miss sometimes, but it should work in either ways. So one of the ways should work, but you know I don't know why they try to to make this that um like messy. I think. So let's try with one. Click www.lindandroidersus.com. Okay, I'll tap I'll tap the 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 click and the website. Okay. Yeah. RCS message text box. Okay. So it opened. It opened the link. So another thing, if you try to, as I told you, the message will appear two times. So if I try to use the links on the other one. Which is not starting by John said. Suggested, suggested, suggested. Hello, guys. There has been a little chatter on our email list. Open a URL. Open a click plus one three zero seven two zero two. Click contact us at Linden RCS message text box. So here, the links were appearing in the uh, right order, but when I tried to to ta to tap on the email, it didn't work. This is what I was telling you about. Okay. However, if I try to If I try to open the uh, the email from the John says or said Let's try. click plus 1 click contact us RCS message text box. Oh, why? Then it doesn't open it. No. Hello, John said hello, guys. There has been a little chat on email. Open and you Click www. Click http. Click contact us. Click plus one. W http. Open and cancel. Click up. Click http. Click contact us. RCS message text box. So what happens, Karen, if you click on one of those that yeah. doesn't have the uh, preceding word click? Uh, not, not, not everything will appear because only the links okay. were appearing, the, the, the website links, however, not the email. Only the one that has the word click will be activated. But the ones that do not have the click is not going to activate. Am I understanding that? No. Right? 
contact us at RCS message text no. box. So if I try to see the list here. John said hello guys. Open you open the blind com. I don't know from where it, it brought it anyway, because we, it, it just removed everything like the www dot and the http everything. So https colon slash slash Yeah, so what I have the link you click here. If I try to tap this RCS message text pro it works. John Again, we have http Also, this should work. One three zero seven. This is the phone number. Phone number again. Click contact us at blindandroidus.com. Click https. Click www. Cancel button. Click 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 contact. RCS message text box. Okay, so as people are able to hear. Uh, not not all the links will appear two times. So only the the website links and the phone number were appearing as the one with the click and the one with without the click. However, um, the contact us email only appeared with the click and it wasn't able to click. Very interesting. So I, I'm a little bit confused myself, but uh, I think that Gisho screen reader users will understand what's going on. But like I said, it's good to have both of them and you see how both work. Now, let's move to the last one, um, Karen, and uh, I think that would be Telegram, right? Yes. Okay, you go first and I'll go last. Ladies okay, first. so I think it's the same way, actually. If, we, if I try the... the Links to granularity. Okay, forget about the links to granularity. It's not here. So um, <clears throat> what I will what I will do is to open a new URL. This time I will show you I will show you another method, which is by opening the actions from the main menu. So hello guys. The message is in focus. I open the main menu. At the bottom of the screen, um, I have the actions. Beside it, I have the more and the cancel. So I'll tap on actions. Actions. I have. Edit dictionary. If I want to edit uh, the this text as a diction dictionary entry. Edit alias. If I want to edit the alias. Add content blacklist. If I want to add it to the blacklist. Message options. And message options, which is the actions, the the action, the action, the the accessibility action related to this message, because Telegram messages uh, have actions. Enter selection mode. Also related to actions. Click plus one three zero seven two zero two nine seven nine seven. So those are the links. They are displayed here, among the other actions. This. Click contact us at blindandroidus.com. Click https colon slash slash blindand. Click www.blindandroidus.com. Blindandroidus.com. HTTPS colon slash slash blindand. www. Cancel button. The same thing. Some with click, some without a click. I'll try to click the, um to tap the contact us email. Click www. Click HTTP. Click contact us. Open link. Open link. Do you want to open MailTo? Cancel. Open. Open with. 
here it works. So I don't know why with Google Messages it, 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 it refused to work, but with Telegram it worked. But in fact, it's the same method that we tried before. John? Very interesting. Great. Now, so here I am in that Telegram and that same message you got, Karen, and um, I'll touch. Hello, guys. There has been a little chatter on our email list. Okay, I just stopped it from reading. Now, I don't believe that I can get the granularities, like the links from just going through the granularities. I'll show you what I'm talking about. Accessibility. Not here. You can't even Thanks. read it character by character yeah. and word by oh, word. See, see, here's links. Because, uh, see. Controls. Headings. Actions. Accessibility. Speech rate. So, links. Now, I don't believe that I should be able to swipe to the links. If I swipe down. No next link. It says no next link. If I swipe right. Share button. Yeah, I'm not finding that. So, it's not going to work from. Hello, uh, guys. Just changing the uh, granularities so instead though if i even if i do the actions it's going to be probably having to do with like reactions and things like that i show you what i'm talking about accessibility speech rate links control headings actions okay so if i swipe down message options message options Activate. Activate. Message options. And those are the two. If I tab on message options, it's simply going to be about things like reply and all of that. Now, however, if I bring up the talkback menu here, for example. Talkback menu. Actions. Enlist. We got actions. And I, if I swipe right, I should have links. Links. And if I tab. Links. Plus one three zero seven two zero two nine seven nine seven. Enlist. That's the first one, which is the phone number. Swiping right. Contact us at blindandroidusers.com. Swiping right again. HTTPS two slash and one more. So all of those are there. So Telegram works just like Google Messaging does. The only one that works a little bit differently, as you saw when I demonstrated earlier, has to do with Gmail. And that's the differences between these three. So I think that most of the time, it really depends on the app in question that contains the embedded links. Karen? Yeah, it's important all, always to try the open URL or the, or the links, uh, whatever slider you are using, because uh, it works also with other apps like Twitter, which is now X, and uh, other apps as well. So whenever you have an embedded link, a focus and you can't uh, uh, navigate to the links using the links granularity it's always advisable to try the links or the open and url feature great so we hope that this has been helpful the whole idea is that there's a different method if one doesn't work try the other one you are bound to find one that works whether you're using gshow or using talkback that was our tip of the week. And I do want to mention here in passing that there was something we didn't show you guys in there. But whether you're using TalkBack or using CSR, if you like, for example, you could simply long press on any of those links or, you know, the uh, phone number area and you will find the call, the share uh, for example, and you'll find also open the URL. So 
If you prefer doing it that way, that's another way to do it. And that's coming directly from the Android system. This is Warren's Most Liked segment in which you can share how you got started with Android, the problems you had along the way, and much more. If you don't know what to say, we'll help you along the way. And now to close today's episode, my most favorite segment of the podcast, The Android Journey Story. John, you want to introduce our guest, even though he's no longer a guest now. Uh, you've heard from him, but let's officially introduce our friend, Amir. Welcome, Amir. We're glad to have you, and we're looking forward to hearing about your Android journey. So how long, when was your first dabbling of Android? in Android and how long have you been with us? Have you been going back and forth? I know you were an iOS user at one point. Have you always been or have you gone back and forth over the years? Yeah, first and foremost, it's an honor to be here. And you know, I should have said that earlier, but it is really an honor to be part of this awesome show. And to be honest, my Android journey is a nexus journey. I started back in 2014 with um, Google Nexus 5, which was released uh, late 2013. So it is officially, or rather it was officially my first Android handset. And uh, I kept coming to Android devices alongside my iPhones, um, Nexus 6, Nexus 5P, Nexus 6P, and um, you know, those were secondary devices, apart from some minor exceptions with Nexus 5P and Nexus 6P. You know, I used to own them for a while without an iPhone just to test how accessibility uh, has improved. And then I kept returning to iPhones, various iPhones. You know, I started with iPhone 4S and they just came on until I purchased my 14 Pro Max. And sometimes I used to have Nexus devices or Nexuses actually. And sometimes I used to play with uh, the newer Galaxy devices, S21, S22, uh, the Note uh, 20, if I'm not mistaken. But in my opinion, and I should uh, put it frankly, uh, you know, those days, accessibility on Android hasn't hasn't been ready for prime time it needed time to develop and it still needs in some areas i suppose but it has come a long way and now i can use it satisfactorily uh, i may miss some features on the ios side you know some voiceover features to be honest but i do have a lot to enjoy and relish on the android side and to give you a little history, I started with S60 Symbian devices, Nokia N82, um, Nokia 6660, or no, 6600, if I'm not mistaken. So as an accessibility tester, uh, language translator, and tutor, I do have a lot to talk about access points when it comes to operating systems. And again, uh, to just finish my first segment, it was John who 
helped me make the ultimate decision and switch to the S23 Ultra. Of course, I first purchased the uh, A54 to see how it goes, but then I sold it and switched to the S23 Ultra. So you have John to blame. Uh, should you decide not to like the uh, John Galaxy is awesome. Anymore? You know, John is awesome. <laughs> when I first listened to yeah, what what he was doing with talkbacks, you know, just uh, just using some commands to enable the Google version, disable the Samsung version. I said, oh my God, this is the the wizard. This is the guy I want. And it, when it is doable <laughs> on Android, I have to make the switch because I like tinkering with devices and Android allows me to do that. Yeah, I always say, you know, their voiceover has its strengths, talkback has its strengths, but they're they're both accessible enough that we as blind users can still make the choice. You know, we have that choice. And if, if we like to tinker with our devices, you know, we're going to choose Android for the same reason a sighted person would choose Android. We're not limited to having to do it one way. And that's, that's what I, uh, you know, that's what I like to encourage people. Like I don't make them switch. I just want them to know they can, if they, if they want to. Yeah. John is quite helpful. I've learned a lot from him, and it is great that we have people like John, like Warren, like Kareen, uh, who know a lot about Android accessibility and know a lot about the other side, the iOS side, and can help people make great decisions if they need to. You guys are absolutely correct because, you know, like now, though, it's a matter of uh, uh, style, you, whether you like your pants baggy or you want them straight, that kind of thing. Uh, but matter of accessibility, I think we're all caught up to each other. Now, Amir, tell me, you've been here, you know, back and forth since 2014. Yeah. I know that some people have seen the Nexus 5 as probably one of the iconic uh, yeah. Android devices. Do you feel that way? Or which of these Android devices that you've gone through would be something that you kind of be uh, being nostalgic about something you'd like to have again. Uh, I mean, from antiquity, I mean, going back several years back. Well, uh, the, the, the 6P, uh, I suppose, is my absolute favorite because of its speakers, uh, because of its battery life. It was a Huawei device, if I'm not mistaken. And I used to have it for some years and then uh, my sister uh, came to me and said, oh, if you are with iPhone, let me use it. And she kept using it for a long while. I don't know. Uh, she just got rid of it two years ago. So it was operational until 2021, I suppose. And Wow. That's, yeah, that, that, that was Yeah, 6P. The 6P was yeah. my first Android, my first full-time Android phone. Um I, I tried it earlier on with the Nexus 5, ended up returning it. But the 6P, the 6P is the first one I kept. And yeah, it was made by Huawei. I love it. It had that design of like, um, kind of like what the Pixels look like now. It had like that camera visor thing on the back. Yeah. And it, it was a cool looking phone. I, I wore that thing out. The screen was cracked. Like it, <laughs> it was shattered. I was still using it. My volume buttons fell off that thing. Like I had... 
I remember the, my wedding when I got married. That was my phone, and I had like a piece of tape, like packing tape, wrapped around the thing <laughs> to keep the volume buttons on because they had broken off. Like I wore that thing out. Oh, boy. Uh, John, uh, that's what happens when you don't have a phone in a case. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I mean, use cases now. <laughs> I've been trying to preach to you all this time. <laughs> Some people have to have to learn for themselves, you know. <laughs> But you know what? It's interesting. You guys mentioned the 6P. I still have both. Um, actually, I even have Nexus 4. I have all of them. Oh, and boy. frankly, yes, I I truly like the um, the 6P. And I also like the regular six. The six P was probably the first uh, Android uh, phone that we had that was kind of premium. I mean, from Google, if you will, because uh, it it has all that nice feel to it. And John, yeah, that camera bump on it. I like that camera bump on it too. So the P is a great phone. But I I have all four of them: the four, uh, five, five X. Six and six P. Yeah, uh, God damn it, my museum. Yeah, a turning point happened to me, and it was uh, the moment Google added multi-finger gestures to talk back. You know, that was an absolute you know breaking point for me. You know, I mean, the lack of those. So I needed them. I loved them on the Android side, and the moment it was added, I said, "Okay, I'm getting closer to the ultimate dream of switching." Yeah, that was probably the biggest shift I think in the history of talkback. That was a big deal for a lot of people. I, so I, you know, I've gone on record saying I love the angle gestures, you know. But even as being a huge fan of the angle gestures, I love having multi finger gestures too because it just gives me more gestures. You know, I need more gestures to sign actions to. You know, you could be so much more productive that way. But John, I keep forgetting them. I mean, the angled ones. I'm I'm honest with you. I I keep just forgetting all of them. So which was which? Uh, up and left, left and I don't know, left and down. I I can't grab the concept, and that is quite saddening <laughs> on my part. Well, the good news though is that you could reassign them to something that you would yeah, like to use them for. Absolutely, and and I think that's the beauty of all of this. And of uh, uh, there are certain things I know I used to use my left right. Um, Scrub, as I call it, uh, to open my actions. But now that we have actions directly into Talkback, I don't use that anymore. But yeah. so one could always change that to something that makes more sense to them. Because I don't use the, uh, you know, um, going home, you know, swipe whatever and that angle, whatever, and do that to go home or bring down notifications. I don't use any of those. So uh, in such instances, I could reassign them to something else totally. Um, That I would like to use it for, so I'm not using it for what it's intended for. So that's the beauty of those uh, angular uh, gestures. And the good news, also, like you said, John, we have those other multi fingers. You know, tapping. If you like to beat your phone, you can use that to beat up the phone. That's all up to you. And we have that choice. I like the whole thing that we got. Sure. Yeah. Regarding uh, first, let me welcome Amir. Thank you, Karen. And. Um... I want to say that personally, I see that uh, you are a value and added value to the group, uh, the blind user users group, and uh, you know you are from the people who are able to give valid points and to discuss them. 
Well, so this is my personal opinion. I wanted just to 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 say it. And uh, regarding the uh, one or angular gestures, I think it depends on how much you are used to them. So for me, I prefer them much more than the multi-finger ones. Okay, I'm like John. I like to have choice because this will give me more abilities or more capabilities to be able to assign gestures, especially <laughs> that I'm a Jishuo user. So I have much more um, things to assign to, to the gestures. However, I started using Android with those angular gestures. So like it is like my finger is just so much used to those gestures to the point that I, they are the basic gestures that I use for the basic things that I use so much. And there's something that people sometimes forget, which is the Symbian touch screen. So Symbians, when they have the touch screen, uh, mobile speak used to have those gestures. So people who are using the mode of mobile speak that was using those gestures just felt familiar uh, when they uh, switched to Android. And this is what happened to me, actually. When I switched, when I, switched I wasn't feeling like, Oh, bad! What's what are those gestures? How how can they perform? No, because this this was something that I was used to because I spent six months before using the uh, touch screen, the Symbian C six. So yeah, I think this makes uh, like a difference. And uh, at the end of the day, of it, it, it's just a matter of choice. And the good thing that Google is not removing or getting rid of those gestures. Good for you, Kerry because uh, I was using the Nuance Talks and Zoom, and I wasn't familiar with them, sadly. That really makes, makes a difference to the person who is... It, it sure does. Yeah. It sure does. You're right. And I think that um, talking about that uh, gestures from the mobile speak, Karen, I think you and I both have that same experience. I think I was using mine with either Nokia 58 Express or something, one of those music-based, uh, but it had a touch screen. And so I got fam familiar with that. So when I came to Android and seeing those gestures, uh, I think I was at home, just like you felt. Now that you're using the uh, Galaxy S23 uh, Ultra, really, you're finding it to be what you've been wanting. And because you've talked about it on the uh, Telegram group and all of that. Are there any areas, you know, in general that you're not happy with? I know everything always has a little trade-off, doesn't it? Well, um, the fingerprint sensor can be or should be a little better. Or maybe when I come from the iOS side, with my face recognition being almost impeccable and accurate, uh, the fingerprint sensor um, maybe it, it can be better. It, it works 90%, I say, but sometimes it keeps failing my registered finger. And, you know, uh, apart from that, the device is great. The battery life is good. Speakers are awesome. But hopefully I'd like to see more accessible apps, truly accessible. I mean, accessible dictionaries, RSS readers. That is my ultimate dream. So. Um, some of the apps I used to have on the iOS side, uh, to be frank, don't have accessible versions or uh, perfectly accessible versions on the Android side. Usable ones, sure, yes, but not in that sense accessible. But these are minor complaints, really. I can get 
my work done. Uh, and in some aspects, I mean, even reading Persian, for example, it works better than my iPhones. It can switch more easily between um, eSpeak and Google TTS or any other engine that I want. Something I, I couldn't do easily on my iPhone. So I can read Persian much more easily. And I do have some complaints, some minor ones, you know, not being able, for example, to have Google Assistant offline when the airplane mode is on, for example. But other than these, um, the device is stellar and I love every aspect of it. Wonderful, Amir. That's a great story to hear. And frankly, we thank you so much that you found the time to come on. And we just want to use this opportunity to thank you for uh, stopping by. And by the way, we do have something called the listener guest appearance. In other words, at any time you want to come back on via a guest listener appearance or whatever, uh, feel free to do so. And uh, that, by the way, goes out to every listener out there. Anytime you want to come on as guest, uh, feel free to come in. Just let us know ahead of time. So we'll send you the URL from which to join us. And uh, coming up, though, we want you guys to know that we would be having that um, three-year anniversary. And again, we do encourage you to join us because... That's going to be a wonderful time to get to hear from you guys and interact with you guys and interact with other listeners of the BAU podcast. Thank you, Warren. And let me uh, just use this opportunity once more to thank everyone for giving me this honor, uh, John, Karine, and you. And rest assured, I'll come here quite frequently to provide uh, application demonstrations or maybe some tips. Uh, I'm into podcasting. I do it in Persian, sometimes in English. So that would be a huge honor to provide app demonstrations or some tips from time to time. So I do my best or I put my best foot forward to come here from time to time. So since you are all uh, taking the opportunity, I'm going to take the opportunity as well to, to ask you if you like to, if you are into written content. Um, you know, I think you are able to uh, give good stuff to the accessible Android website as a part of the team. I just encourage you, if you ever have an accessible application or like you have an opinion piece or uh, you want to demonstrate anything, so you are welcome to do it. And if you have any time a feedback, you are always welcome. And like the, the app that you were talking about, the accessibility of the app, just you can uh, reach me, reach Saleh, reach the email, whatever the way you prefer. We are always here and we like to have collaboration with you. Absolutely, Karine. I love your website. I love what you're doing with the website. You know, uh, the Android arena, the access arena uh, affecting Android really needs a website like that. And the better it becomes, the more apps it offers the better reviews it provides, the more blind people will make the switch or at least uh, you know, find the belly to try Android. So I do admire what you're doing over there. And I do hope to be able to contribute a lot. And I'll do that in the near future, rest assured. 
Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Actually, we, we can't do anything uh, alone. You know, it's a small team at the end of the day. And with our, with our contributions of people that are, that are able to know what they are doing, we can't do anything. Absolutely. And in passing, I love your pieces over there. So I encourage people to go there and take a look at what Karine has uh, published over there. Thank you. That's an honor and I truly appreciate, appreciate it. All good things must end. Thus, it's curtain drawing time, bringing us to the close of this week's episode. Coming up, though, we give you information on how to get hold of us. Well, with that wonderful conclusion, we come to the end of this week's episode. And coming up, though, we give you information on how to get hold of us. To contact us, you can send an email to contact us at blindandroidusers.com. You can join a mailing list by sending an email to blind android users plus subscribe at groups.io you can join our telegram facebook discord and subscribe to our youtube channel the links for everything will be at the bottom of the show notes and also in the video description of the youtube channel and also the links are in the websites panel of the youtube channels Thank you for that, Austin. And this concludes this week's episode. And from me, I want to say goodbye to everyone. And thank you so much. We look forward to seeing you next week. And remember, in two weeks, it's going to be our three-year anniversary. Goodbye, everyone. Have a good week. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Blind Android Users Podcast. Until we see you next week, don't forget to leave us your comments and suggestions via our email contact or using any of our social media sites. Have a great week.